Hello everyone. Just wanted to um, point out that we have a cat in the house and I'm going to talk about him in just a minute. <laughs> no, not a real one. So I wanted to kick off today with happy listing season. Now you're going to look at me and say, what do you mean by listing season, Pam? And the reason why we say that is that right now you can look at, I have a diagram here, of what's going on with listings in Phoenix area. So just as an example, you can run this from any of your MLS listings. This actually came from the Arizona um, real estate MLS. And the idea here is, is that you have a couple of options with marketing. Now, do you want to market to uh, with buyers when, when everybody and his brother has a listing, so it's very competitive, or do you want to get right in front of that, that rush, make sure that you have targeted marketing that focuses on those buyers and clean up and move your transactions forward quickly. So my guess is it's the second one, not the first one. So you want to get in front of the onslaught of competing, uh, competitive houses. So what we're going to do today, and there's some new people on, so I appreciate you coming. And what all you need to do if you're new to Facebook Live is type into the comments and it will pop up on my screen and I'm able to answer your questions. So what I typically do is I pick something to talk about. Um, and then as questions come in, good morning, Kelly. Um, when the questions come in, then I can stop and answer your question and then go back if you want, or we can head down a different path. This is your session. These are kind of, it's my office hour or so um, to answer any questions you have and also to kind of provide an education platform, a live platform for me to talk to you and give you more information uh, in addition to what's already on the PowerWords Power Profit site. And a lot of the stuff that you're going to see, probably all of it, actually, now that I think about it, is from the PowerWords Power Profit site. So if you're a member and you're a power agent already and you're saying, wow, that's really cool, can you send that to me? Odds are you already have access to it. By the way, quick thing, um, I want to make sure everybody knows that there's a search capability on the site now. With over 100 downloads of scripts and voicemails and letters and all the stuff that you can use, it got to be a little hairy uh, on, on how to find stuff. So you can now, uh, across the menu bar on the right-hand side, you'll see this little orange magnifying glass. And you can just click on that and it'll expand a field and you can type in uh, anything you want, the word script, Facebook, anything that comes to mind, and you'll be able to um, use that. So yeah, I thought you'd like that, Kelly. <laughs> okay, so back to, um, to Grumpy Cat. So this is actually a really funny picture. And the reason why I, uh, it kind of stood out this morning, not because I'm grumpy today, but um, I, what I did is, is I wrote up there, already tried everything and still no sales. So this would be perfect for a, you know someone who's trying to sell them, their home themselves, so a FISBO. Um, but it would also be um, good for attracting new sellers. The reason, new listings, is because it's different, right? The, the thing that we're learning, or hopefully you are, um, <laughs> um, is on, um, someone just asked where we're at, and I've done everything I can to communicate that, so, um, and unfortunately I can't respond. Um, so here's the, um, the, the concept behind pictures and photos, is that everything that you do on Facebook has to have a photo, Okay, so no more text posts. Remember back in the day when you could do a text post? Well, you can't anymore. So, uh, well, you could, but it, it's not going to get any reach whatsoever. I mean, if you reach, if you have uh, 500 friends, uh, probably you'll see maybe 10 of them get it or 10 of them get reached. So it's, it's a really small amount. So you have to have photos and, you, and then in order for you to continue to appear um, in, in any sort of um, regularity on people's sites, um, you have to uh, do the, the obligatory uh, cute pictures or interesting pictures. So I have a whole bunch of pictures on, on the PowerWords Power Profit site um, that drive uh, buyers' attention. So here's the catch. Um, you, when you do a listing, you're going to want to be sure to... Um, to focus on 
grabbing attention. So you could do an emotion, right? So if you look at this couple, that's perfect. Are you tired of looking for a home? Another one. You could do a postcard with this. Actually, I have a postcard on the Power Words Power Profit site. Here, do you want to be here? Or it says here, which view do you like better? This, let me bring this back a little bit. This, see they're all in traffic, or this. So what you're doing is you're providing that evocative message. And so frequently, um, all I see is, let me see if I have it handy, I'm sure I do. Um, is, is a picture of a home uh, that might be mostly garage. So here's a perfect example. That's what I typically see from real estate agents on Facebook. Now, if you mix it up and you um, provide more information um, by doing something that, that evokes an emotion, that's what I mean by information, then you're going to be much better off than doing this. Now, another point while we have you here is never take this picture at all. Never. If you have a house that has mostly, that has a two-car garage and the house leads with that two-car garage, um, come over here and take the picture from that tree, back up from that tree, so you're like over here, and take an angle shot. It doesn't matter if you get other homes in there because, frankly, I'm guessing they all look alike. Um, so the idea would be that you'd want to show more than the garage. All this says is, I have no street presence whatsoever. I am not a pretty home uh, from the outside. Now, it may be stunning inside, but if you post this picture trying to sell a home, it's not going to sell. It's just not going to, um, you're not going to see a lot of response. So um, it, you own, as the uh, real estate agent, um, <laughs> exactly, garage with home attached. I love that, Hal. <laughs> Um, so the idea here is, is that <clears throat> photos are so important and so frequently uh, when we try to post something, we, um, we tend to have too many words in it. Facebook doesn't like words on your graphics, by the way, so um, this is probably the most you could get away with. Um, I post them and they permit them. They actually review your, your posts um, your, uh, if you were going to boost a post. And, um, but I don't get as good a response because even like we did the workshop here in Phoenix, um, people didn't respond to the words and the description. If I'd had pictures like I now do of the, of the, the workshop, that would have been more interesting and more compelling. What is that woman doing and who are those people in that room? So we have to remember that it's about curiosity. It's about grabbing someone's attention. So um, on, on Tuesday, I also mentioned the concept of using, again, this is about, um, you know, how do you market a home that you represent? So how do you market a listing? In other words, the flip side of that conversation is, how do I get a buyer to buy this listing? And the MLS uh, pictures are not doing you any favors. So first of all, professional photographer, you guys heard me say that on Tuesday if you're, if you're from Phoenix. Um, for the folks that, that aren't from Phoenix, we, we did a workshop about, um, one was about how to get started for the year and, and have, um, you know, increase your business and, and save time. But the other half of it was about social media. Um, are your non-house marketing photos available in public domain? Um, so these I actually got from 123, the number 123, R as in Ralph, F as in Frank, dot com. And they're about a dollar each. And so that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up, Tom. Um, we want to make sure that you buy the photos if you're going to post them on a website. Now, if you're just going to put them on a landing page, the non-house pictures, um, then um, you should probably buy them anyway. Honestly, it's a dollar. You know, So uh, when you look at all of my pictures, you'll be like, oh, so that's starting to add up. But for the entire site that I have for Power Words, Power Profit, including all of my icons and everything, I haven't spent more than $100. So it's better for you to own the photo because now you have no restrictions on how you use it. So for instance, when I talk about doing an open house postcard or an open house promo sheet, so to me, this is what you should be sending out if you have an open house, not, um, not those Iggy 4x6 cards. And certainly not anything without the color yellow in it, because um, for those folks who, uh, we didn't cover this um, at the workshop, but um, we do, um, the, the color yellow 
is something that we all are draw our eye to. So you'll notice that um, buttons and text that are in yellow, your eye goes, oh, hey, there's something over here, <laughs> squirrel. So that's a really important color and no matter what you create, yep, that is it. Um, thank you, um, I can't type <laughs> while I'm doing this. So thank you, Tom, I appreciate that. Um, so the idea here would be that you'd go to 123RF uh, and or in this case, you're not using, usually if you're going to use 80% of a photo, that's when you have to buy it because, you know, but in this case, I can actually find a frame. So an image of a bunch of sunflowers is perfect because it's um, got a lot of yellow in it, but it's still pretty and has visual depth. So again, drawing the eye. And you guys know that I'm all about what goes on inside a person's head to attract them to something. That's what marketing is all about, really. So with this one, um, you've got the yellow border, you've got a beautifully staged picture in the middle, and then it looks like an invitation. So I know you can't read it because it's backwards because of the camera, but look at how it's formatted. It's just like a formal invitation, and then there's where, when, and time. Then there's a bit of text about you know beverages or whatever you want to include, and then uh, a beautiful picture of its stage. Now, that's a professional picture, guys. Look at the lighting. Okay, notice that this window doesn't wash out all of the area behind it. Notice that the lighting is on, but the picture is not centered around where the lighting is. So that's the difference between professional photography and what you might do with your phone. Uh, there's no reason not to have a professional photographer. There really isn't. You can, you can get somebody to come in for $150, $200, and you're going to make thousands of dollars more, and you're going to move your transaction rate up. In other words, you're going to move that house so fast, you're going to have another listing. Not only that, but other potential sellers are going to look at your marketing and say, this person doesn't know how to take pictures. Whereas... If, so if I were a seller, I would look at who this agent is and, and, and say, let's not use this person. That's how badly that, that your photos, the bad photos can, can damage your brand. People will actually decide not to use you because remember, consumers are thinking there's hundreds, uh, depending on, in this location, there's probably only hundreds, but in Phoenix, there's thousands of real estate agents. You all went to real estate school. So consumers believe you all are the same. So the only way you're going to show that you're different and show your prospects as well as get referrals from your listings is to do things differently. So when we talk about, when we talk about um, uh, doing a listing and marketing it, uh, when you're doing your, actually when you're doing your, um, your listing consultation. Now notice I said consultation or conversation. So first of all, people pay individuals for consulting, right? So if you use the word consulting uh, in your conversation to be picked uh, as the agent, the listing agent, then it's really important for you to um, think about where um, you're at with uh, your marketing. So what you wanna be able to do is say, well, for open houses, you know, we have, a, we have invitations like this, and I send these out to um, the, the neighborhood so that they know that there's an open house so they can refer their friends and family and let them know uh, that, that there's a house uh, open to view if they're interested, if they're in the market, right? So you get the neighbors to help out. So that's one way. Then you take this and you post it on Facebook and you boost the post or you, there's lots of different ways to do this. But um, to me, I would go into Ads Manager, I'd create a target market for where I wanted to, to focus. So if you're in Florida, I would send um, Ohio and Michigan, depending on which part of uh, Florida you're in, Ohio and Michigan, um, I would create a target audience for them. I'd have a call to action. That's the biggest problem with Facebook ads is that uh, no, um, it's, it's unclear to most people who don't do marketing, don't live Facebook every day, um, how to write a good ad. And so there are examples of Facebook ads on Power Words, Power Profit. So if you have any questions, let me know. I can also do a webinar. Um, uh, good question. Um, yeah, I can also do a webinar on, on how to use Facebook and that type of thing. There actually is a video already on, um, on my Power Words, Power Profit site about how to do target audiences. So if you're wondering where that is, if you just type in Facebook, or target or audiences into the search, it should pull up where that's located. Now remember, for the search to work, you have to be logged in. 
Um, that's just the way searches work these days. So, okay, so Hal asked, um, how do you feel about drone shots? So, um, for what purposes, I guess, is the question. So, there's, if you have one or two, that's fine. But I feel the same way about drone shots that I do about every other picture, is that if you do an MLS listing um, and you... Uh, and you have 50 pictures, 30 pictures even, you've got a house that's 2,000 square feet, and you've got literally, you know, every angle of the living room starting at, you know, 10, at 15 degree increments, um, which we talked about on Tuesday. It's, it, it, what it does, for those people who weren't, weren't there, um, at, what it does is it ends up um, creating a problem, because now what you've done is instead of, luring the buyer in you're allowing them to make a decision without even calling you and they're going to look at that house and they're going to go this is a waste of time and move on now remember they're shopping for a house you're shopping for clients so you want them to contact you so um, for instance if um, and we talked about this a few weeks ago um, somehow I was on a cookie cookie craze and um, if you if if I'm baking cookies and I invite you over and you smell the cookies when you walk into my house it's like oh that smells so good and it's like well you know I'd love to give you one but I can't so the the, the cookies are actually you know, for someone else. Oh, well, you sure couldn't just spare one? Well, I'll tell you what, if you give me 10 bucks, I'll give you a cookie. So what you're doing is you're making an exchange for um, what I want versus what you want. And the problem with the MLS listings, and I know there's coaches out there that are telling you to do this, but they're not marketers. They don't work with the Fortune 1000. They're real estate agents with real estate background. And there's nothing wrong with that except when they go into the marketing realm, it's like going to the dentist when you have a cold. Right, you're going to the wrong person for the advice. So, the idea here is is that you want to make sure that you're engaging them and you're luring them. So, you know, for a 2,000 square foot house, no more than 15 pictures. That's a one and a five. Um, you know, 12 is probably fine. But the idea is to say, here's here's the best parts of this home. Want to see more? Then at the very least, you could have a, um, a link uh, that would take them to your website, to a landing page where there's more pictures. But again, I hesitate to do that because again, if, if the purpose is that you're trying to get clients and they're looking for a home, you, you have to match the, 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 the need, your need with their need. And if you give them all that information up front in an MLS listing, then um, they don't need to call you. And as a matter of fact, the bad part of this is, is that if, you're, if your seller is judging you on how fast you can market the home and get it sold for the price that you guys have agreed to, and you're giving so much information about the house that people are ruling it out, they're, they're going to say, why don't you have any open houses? Why don't you have any people? Why aren't there any showings? What's wrong with your marketing? So you're going to get blamed for the fact that you've provided too much information about a home. So the same, I feel the same thing about um, uh, videos. A virtual tour is okay, but again, um, and this is different, right? So virtual tours came out, what, 10 years ago? So people will say, well, you know, everybody says virtual tours are, are you know, the way to go. It's like, it's, it's removing your opportunity for an open house viewing or a showing. If that's what you want to do and you want to try to, to let buyers decide, find their own home on their own time and then call you when it's time to, to buy, that's fine. You're not going to have as much business though. So, and I know that I know uh, a few real estate agents actually that do that. So uh, that's their whole strategy is self call, you know, get qualified, go look on the websites and find the homes that you want to see and don't call me until you're sure. <laughs> And then when you narrow it down to three homes, I'll take you to them. Now, uh, but, you know, you're looking at maybe 10 homes a year for transactions. And I'm a person who believes that you should reach 25, 35, 50 transactions. And you build a team and you feed them your leads and, and life gets really good. So it really depends on your strategy. But for drone shots, um, they're fine. I mean, it does show, it, especially like um, if you have acreage. Uh, that's a beautiful shot. 
but in reality, if it's not a pretty shot, if it's not a good quality shot, if, um, if there's uh, something that, that doesn't appeal, where the drone shot takes into account too much information, then don't use it. But uh, I would count those, you know, if you did your two drone shots and then two shots of um, the living room, um, the kitchen, you know, all those different things, you should end up with 12 to 15 shots. So hopefully that answers your question. But um, another thing that's important, so we've got the MLS listing itself, right? And so you've, you've, you've managed to get this and you've shown, um, this is another example, um, and, and this is actually a, a combination example. This is, uh, this is a different format. So um, uh, the agent decided to use different colors than the yellow. Uh, and it's, it's cute and it's different. Um, it goes that far. I would have used something a bit brighter. There is some yellow, right? So you notice how your eye gets drawn to here and to here. Well, that's important, uh, an important aspect of, of any border. Um, so it's cute and it's nice. And then it says you're invited and come to the open house and everything. So it's, it's very, um, it's different, right? So you bring what you, you know, these examples and, and to be honest with you, you can use these examples. Um, you know, there's calls to action on here, email me, text me, call me, um, all the information and, and come join us and see if a change is in your future is the call to action. And again, this is on the, you have a listing now, what? In module so you have uh, examples of all of this um, next question uh, how about floor plan in the MLS too much information yes so um, I have on the you have a listing now what it's an MLS description template and basically what it does is it walks you through what the MLS description should include if you have a new build they can get a hold of those plans if they want. Um, it's really a matter of whether you want to be ruled out or you want the house to be ruled out. Remember, if I'm a buyer, remember on Tuesday I said, buyers don't want to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> I meant that in a very polite way. What, what they, they want to do is they want to do some of their own research and they will eliminate things based on, eliminate homes based on whatever they see. So you have to decide as the person on the other side whether that, that um, floor plan uh, provides too much information and someone might say, well, I want a split. So for instance, I wanted a split layout in my home. I wanted my master bedroom away from all the other bedrooms and I wasn't interested in looking at anything else. Well, I went to a new build. We went and looked at the, the different layouts and everything and I ended up picking um, a home that actually had everything on one side because of the way it was built. Uh, all the entertaining and kitchen and everything was on the right side of the house and the bedrooms were on the left with the garage. Uh, so the interesting thing about that is I, that house didn't work out for me and thank goodness because I now have a split layout and I would never go back. So that's to me that's a feature. So the way that I would present that rather than the problem with the floor plan is that it's um, very analytical and most people are not that analytical so they might look at it and boom it's written off and it, it might be a beautiful home it might be perfect because now what you've done is you've ruled out location you've ruled out walkability to restaurants and everything else you've ruled out um, the size of the yard what the yard looks like the private deck the pool um, walking trails whatever and all they see is that floor plan so I would go with too much information if they reach out to you, you can say, if you're interested in seeing, so, so they say they go onto your website or they, they see um, they, they're interested in that particular home, you could offer that as a way to give to get and say, if you're interested in the floor plan for this home, I do have it, just let me know and I'll, I'll email it over to you. And what a great way to build that relationship, right? So that's a really important aspect of um, how you interact with people. A lot of times what we want to use the MLS for is a dumping ground for everything that we know about the house. Here you go. You know, the, the toilets are made of porcelain. The, the handles are made of steel. The, I mean, it's just crazy. And, and all you're doing in the process of providing that much detail is ruling out the house and they don't even think about you. 
because they're just looking at houses. So you've got to figure out how to get you engaged in that picture, and that's what the MLS description really does for you. So the way that I would talk about a split floor plan is not to say split floor plan, which is really hard to say, and that's one of the reasons I won't do it. Um, <laughs> um, the, the idea here, <coughs> excuse me, um, is that you want to paint the experience. So what I would say is um, I would talk about the, the home's main feature, right? What do you, what's the most impressive thing about it? Even bad homes have something good about them. And if you can't figure out what it is, ask the homeowner, why did you choose this home? And, and that gives you a whole bunch of ideas, right? What, what made this interest, uh, a great home for you? What do you love about this home today? And that gives you immediately scribble that down because you can use that in your MLS description. And so for instance, a lot of times an icky home will have a nice backyard. So you can say, relax and sip your coffee while enjoying your private large backyard or, or spacious backyard. I like spacious better than large. Uh, large is, is um, uh, subjective and spacious means huge. Uh, so that the two are very different words, right? Power words, guys. Uh, so, so if I said, and uh, then, um, or uh, one of the things that we did for a home with acreage that was close to the highways, um, excuse me for just a minute. I hope I'm not getting sick, but um, chest, cough. Um, so the idea here would be that you, you're near the highway, right? So what you would say is, you know, hop off the highway and you're just minutes from your private master suite so you can relax in your jetted hot tub before preparing dinner in your gourmet kitchen while watching the kids play in this open concept living area. So you see in one sentence, I've just said, get off the highway, you're within minutes to that, that master private master suite where you can use a jetted tub to take a relax a bit and regroup, then head to your gourmet kitchen to fix dinner, then end up watching the kids to the living room so I've got an open concept. And I didn't say stainless steel appliances once, uh, or granite countertops, or the word upgraded kitchen. That's all subjective, guys. It doesn't tell me anything. I'm not interested. So if you can paint the experience, so you guys saw, I don't think I pulled them, um, the um, dream home, find home, own home, and I used them, I have them right here, she says confidently, and then of course I won't be able to find them, um, but the, um, the realtor.com ads, well I don't have them handy, sorry, um, the realtor.com ads are phenomenal because they paint the experience with an image, so uh, Elizabeth Banks, you know, she's sitting, you know, playing the harp in the, uh, in the closet, in the beautiful huge closet, and the, the buyer is standing there and the clothes are, you know, massaging their hair and their heads and rubbing their shoulders. It's hysterical. First of all, funny is really good as long as it's funny to everyone, right? Because you don't want to do something that's, that's a little off. So funny is good. Um, and then painting the experience. So you get that feel for that, that master, that, that closet was phenomenal. Then there's the picture of the guy sitting out there with his ribs and, and, and his um, beer, and she's sitting there and, 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 you know, oh, look, a puppy. All good stuff. All about painting the experience. And those ads work. So just doing, again, the garage with house attached picture won't work for you. Um, and so what I wanted to make sure of is that this is listing season, so that's how I kicked this off. Um, and with um, the current, the way, this is interesting. So I'd asked you guys at one point um, what, um, what you were seeing as far as housing goes for Phoenix. And I had heard, you know, well, you know, that it tends to, it doesn't tend to bubble in the summertime as much here. Well, it turns out that's how it feels not what it is because the prime time for home buying in Phoenix is March to July. So it's the same thing as every place else in the country. There's a boost in the springtime uh, to up to the summertime for, and everybody says, oh, well, it's because of the schools. Well, it's actually because that's when people take vacations and because the kids are off from school. 
But the point here is, is that if you want to get listings, the conversation you should be having right now, the marketing on Facebook, the marketing that you send out in, in any sort of promo sheet. Now, promo sheet can be for a house or you, but it needs to be about um, your thanking people for allowing you to help them move into a new home. So you're thanking your buyers, you're thanking your sellers, something that talks about your clients and how happy you were to serve them um, is now the time for you is the question to that prospect. So if you're going to do a promo sheet on either one of those, you need to make sure that um, you're getting in front of them now because now's the time. January, everybody's like, get, you get through the holidays. If they haven't listed then, there's actually a 14.5% increase in homes for sale from 2015, yeah, 2015 to 20, 2014 to 2015. Um, I don't know yet about 2015 to 2016. But that's when a lot of people sold their homes was in December. And everybody, of course, most agents I know have, have written December off, right? It's like, well, I'm busy and nobody wants to sell their home during the holidays. No, that's your self-limiting belief. I hate to say it that way, but it's true. Self-limiting beliefs are why you're not at 50 plus transactions. So, um, you know, it's, it's, you have to pay attention to what you're saying in your head versus what real good marketing can do for you. So um, the idea behind this, the reason why I printed this AZ diagram off, and this is the 2015 data. I, have, I didn't see anything on 2016 uh, yet. Um, everybody was going to be culminating their data for the year. But now in January is when sellers, prospects, people thinking about selling their home are now saying, well, how much money do you think it's worth? Let's go on Zillow, because Zillow does a really good job of promoting that they have home values out there. That's what I use. And it's like, hey, I wonder how much that house down the street sold for. And uh, actually two of them sold. And in December, go figure. And so the idea here would be that you want to persuade them to sell their home. So what you would do is you would, you would point this out. You'd put this as a post, right? Because graphics are also good for Facebook posts. And you'd say, do you want to compete with everyone else? On the market or would you like to get there first and get the buyers uh, get the buyers attention now so that's a really important way to manifest um, a, a listing by telling buyers or sellers look if you get on the market in February and it doesn't matter if it's Phoenix or not to be honest with you but if the if the most of the buyers are coming between March and and July you really have to get up your your numbers up uh, and get your your um, these numbers up and do your marketing so that you have the right message to them to say now's the time. You know, holidays are over with and it's like, oh, well, the next thing I hear from people is, oh, well, it's tax season. You know, that's when people will do it. Well, tax season actually, people don't usually get a rebate until March or April. So if they're going to get one. And um, so the idea here would be that you want to make sure that you're thinking about the positives, not the self-limiting beliefs. There's always going to be something, guys. There's always going to be some reason in your head why people aren't going to work or it's not going to, you know, I'm not going to have any buyers or list, or, you know, people don't list at this particular time. So it's really important for you to push those thoughts aside and say, okay, how do I, what's my strategy? So the other thing that I get a lot of is um, people asking me, well, what do you think about this ad? Or what do you think about um, this postcard? Or in, in it's, you know, competitor's information and that kind of thing. Or, or another MLS from someone else. And that's fine. I'm happy to do that. If you guys want to email me, um, you know, pictures or that type of thing, it's much easier than, than using Facebook Messenger. And my email is pam at powerwordspowerprofit.com. And I can take a look at it and give you, you know, three points of whether this is going to, one is if it's going to work, and two and three, what you could do to change it that would make it work. Most of the stuff out there could, can be improved. Um, and the reason is because there's usually no call to action. So, for instance, one of the recommendations that I have, you should see, the, you should see my desk right now. I have paperwork everywhere because I have all these really cool pictures for you. Oh, one tip while I'm, I'm digging out the other one. See how this is different from the other one that I showed you? 
So you could do um, like a five by seven or an unusual shape. So usually like a seven by 10 is really good or you know do a full size flyer. The reason for that is um, these are for open houses. Uh, but you could do this for any promo to a neighborhood or any sort of marketing. Never do four by six. Um, and I have all of these templates already on the PowerWords Power Profit site. So um, if you if you have questions or or you don't know what to you know just type in open house and it, these these will show up. Uh, so the whole idea here is is that it it's in a unique size. Four by six gets lost. Four by six is too small. So you need it to be at least five by seven uh, or larger or a weird profile, which is actually what we see the most response from is um, a size that's about like that. So it's chunky and then a little shorter. So, um, so usually something like I said, seven by 10. Um, uh, yeah, nine by 11 is a little weird. It's a little chunky too, but it's a, a substantial piece. So. What I'd mentioned about, so let's say that you've, you're going to have an open house, so you're, you, and you also want to share this, uh, never glossy, um, I would do cardstock, heavy cardstock, yeah. So, um, so, it's no, so just so you know how the terminology is, um, uh, cardstock is, so 24 pound paper is thick paper, but it would depend on what you're using it for. So if you're going to mail it, it needs to be on cardstock because it'll get all chewed up. Uh, it depends on what you're putting on the postcard as well. Typically, um, if you're going to do a picture of the house, uh, then you probably have one side glossy and then the text side matte. So let me show you. I just happen to have examples. Um, so this is um, uh, an agent, and notice it's it's uh, semi-glossy. So here's a picture, and, and we talked about this last week on last week's video. And just so you guys know, when you're on this page, the SOS uh, marketing page, which is called Power Words, Power Profit at the top, uh, if you go to the left side, it says videos. Click on that and you'll see all the videos that I've created. Now, some of them are promotional videos for this session, but um, most of them, if you see a picture of my head, that's, that's, that's a live session. So go listen to those. So last week's, we talked about these postcards. And notice, see if I can see that it's a mat. I'm using the light to try to show you the gloss on it. So it's, it's a semi-gloss shot, and then it's a caricature. So she's in Vegas, clearly, and so she uses the, the Vegas puns to make these. And then on the back, notice that it's, uh, it's, it's more of a matte finish. It's hard to tell with that lighting, but it's more of a matte finish. Uh, and that way, the printing. Now, I would never use this font. She was trying to go for handwritten, and um, it's just the, there's too much, there's not enough uh, line spacing, so space between the lines, see how crunchy it is here? And that's the world's biggest paragraph. Never have a paragraph that's longer than three and a half lines because people will not read it. Um, oh, good, I'm glad to hear that. So we should put together, Kelly, we should put together your, your uh, postcards. Um, so, because I haven't heard from you on when you want to do that uh, or what your ideas are. So send me those. Uh, so the whole idea here is, is that, you know, these are a different size. I would make them slightly larger. One, because that way the text can sprawl out a bit more. When you make something longer, your, your text has a bit more space so that it can be the three and a half lines and it doesn't look scrunched. So I, but these are uh, the right direction. Um, and so that gives you an idea of about um, size and look and feel. And this, this, this is another one. And then... Um, Let's see. Then, so then, there, then there's this size. So this size is also good. It's just that this huge amount of, of um, I'll cover up the agent's name. Um, this is too much information. It's too condensed, and no one's going to read it. So, and then there's only house pictures on the front. So, um, it's the three pictures. So it says new home community. So there's no call to action on this entire card, and that's a problem. That's the number one. Again, the number one problem that every piece of marketing I have seen so far is that there's no call to action. And I actually saw that. Um, Sam sent me a, uh, an example and said, what do you think of this? And I said, you tell me what's wrong with it. And I said, but we'll start with the C, call to action. <laughs> um, most of it is just brain dumps. Look, new home community. Great. Out it goes into the garbage. But if it said, would you be interested in living here? So ask a question or say, Maybe now's the time to, to move, 
or it's it's your move question mark or anything that would engage the individual but just stating information like on here she just states her phone number um, she states her office number and then says always working for you so what so what are you doing what does that mean and isn't that a given? So, and then her name is an all uppercase. Never use all uppercase on anything. You can use it for one word to emphasize one word. You'll see me do that on Facebook because we don't have formatting in Facebook. But um, there's a ton of rules about this stuff so um, that make it more effective. You can put anything you want out there, but you're going to blame the medium. You're going to say, oh, the postcards don't work. It's the content. 90% of the time, it's the content that's not working not the medium. So same is true with Facebook. Now the cool thing is when we talk about saving time is that you can use all of your artwork for um, for your postcards uh, for your Facebook ads or your Facebook posts. So you use that art and then what you do is uh, you would take a piece of art whichever you know type of thing you want to use and you would put this on there and then at the top on the Facebook post part, you would say, um, you know, are you, are you willing, are you willing to um, take a chance or what does she say? Vegas real estate makes a U-turn uh, or did you, did you know that um, now's the time? All right. Time for what? Curiosity. So there's another behavior that you can appeal to. So you want to be able to say something at the top and say, you know, did you know that it's now's the time? Everybody else is, is starting to head in this direction. Are you know, is it time for you? And it depends on what your market is, what you're trying to do. Are you trying to attract buyers versus sellers? Two different markets. Are you trying to attract luxury? Um, I know a lot of people think that um, luxury requires uh, black and gold <laughs> um, or scroll, scroll uh, font. Um, the bottom line is, is that no matter how much money you have, you still have a sense of humor, you still have emotions, uh, and you um, want to see something different. Now, um, it would really vary, uh, but this is what people have gotten used to, and they're not interested in it anymore. So it's more important for you to focus on how you draw someone's eye to your marketing collateral and, and engaging them than anything else. So if you're doing what you've been doing like two or three years ago, odds are what you're doing is out of date. I shared some crazy statistics um, uh, on Tuesday at the workshop that talked about uh, the age group that's buying. 35% of them are under the age of 34. So does your marketing actually speak to someone 34 or younger? Uh, average age is 30 now. It was 29 last year. So uh, in buying a home. And so if your marketing looks like this, it's not, it's not, nothing's going to happen with that. It's just a waste of money. So let me help you save some money and time and some frustration and let's build a postcard or postcards that are actually going to work. Now, another interesting point is that the Vegas agent sent out, see if I can get them all together, four of these, see if I can get it here. So, um, with the four of them, it was every two weeks. I think is what she did. Every 10 days is usually a good mailing thing. And this goes back to budget. And um, I actually talk about budget uh, quite a bit uh, in the Power Words, Power Profit section because you should be putting away every time that your business gets a check. So when you sell a home or uh, either way, whether you're on the buyer side or the seller side, you take that check it belongs to your business, not to you. That's not your paycheck. So you give it to the business and then the business pays you. And that way, you're assured that one, you get a paycheck on a regular basis, uh, but two, it's, it's the same amount. Uh, but more importantly, 10% of that check that came in needs to go to the marketing budget. So if you get a check for $6,000, then 10% um, then of that $600 goes to your marketing budget because you have to be able to afford to market yourself. No one gets business. There's a lot of free stuff like Facebook, um, you know, and even boosting a post, you can boost a post for $10, $5 even. But um, so the prices of marketing have gone down. But if you're going to do a print strategy mixed with your Facebook strategy, mixed with your website, which is the, to me, the big trifecta of how do you market yourself appropriately, then um, it's going to require some money. Uh, not a lot, nowhere near as much as it used to. 
So that's the good news, but 10% of your check needs to go towards marketing. Um, so the idea here is, is, you know, I was talking about calls to action. And feel free to go ahead and put more questions in there. I'm just talking while waiting for questions. <laughs> and you know how that can go. Uh, <laughs> I'll just keep talking. Um, so I mentioned about um, getting people into the house, right? So you've got an open house. You've got the listing. You've got the open house. Uh, you've got your best photo uh, of the home. And um, people walk in the door. Now, I, this is actually um, a piece that's $22, I think, on, uh, I forget the name of the site now, real estate something. I'll, I'll look it up if you're interested. But if you're a power agent right now, you already have it in the Word document that you can download. But this is what you want at the entrance. Can you see that? What it says is, welcome to our house. It should say welcome to our home. But actually, you know, now that I think about it, welcome to our house is better because uh, our home makes it sound like they're owning it and they're actually trying to sell it. So welcome to our house or uh, welcome to the open house. Actually, that's what it says. It says welcome to, the, uh, to our open house. It could say welcome to um, this open house. You can, you can change it up. I have this template, this exact template, and then about, <clears throat> right now I have four other versions. I'm gonna add four more and I'll tell you why and what they're, what's in them. So calls to action, cute little house, and this is very elegant. So you, what you do is you print off the one that, all the ones that I have out on the, um, on the um, it's under, you have a listing, now what? Um, you print them off and you can just use your regular printer and then go to Walmart or Target, wherever you go to get stuff. And you can get those acrylic stands that you can, and you just slide it in there and you set this, grab a table, something, nice preferably grab a table and right at the front door have the table and have this sign it says look around ask questions see yourself living here fall in love and make an offer this is nirvana in my world there are one two three four five calls to action on that sheet of paper that to me is true marketing. It's, it's telling the person what to do in, in the process of walking in the door. Look around, ask questions, see yourself living here, fall in love and make an offer. Perfect, your job's done. So here's the thing though. I got to thinking about that and, and then they walk into the living room. Now what? So what I did is I created versions for the living room, the kitchen, the back patio, and an office or bedroom. So I made four other versions of that that basically um, say imagine yourself uh, out on Christmas Day with your tree and your uh, in a fire in the fireplace or something like that. So you're gonna have to change those word that wording up a little bit perhaps um, but you know I would say something like welcome to your living room. Your living room. All of a sudden I've imposed on them possession so the words your, this, our, um, all have affiliations. The more generic you are with like the word the or a, uh, um, the more objective, uh, less emotional connected I am. If you say our, um, then it becomes mine, not yours. But if you say yours, then, or your, then um, you, you, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, this could be mine. You know how people get whenever the buyer walks in and says, well, we could put our furniture here, we put the piano over here, and you know, that they move in in their minds. These signs will help them move in with direction. So the other set of signs that I made as a result of, a, there was one agent who contacted me and said, you know, this listing isn't moving, what do I need to do? And so we rewrote some of her Facebook content her ads and her posts and the MLS description to switch it up so that it sounded more like an experience. So um, uh, she's got this huge, spacious um, acreage, 10 acres, and that makes it um, you know, unique to a particular, okay, thanks Kelly, um, unique to the environment or the, the certain buyers. A lot of, not a lot of people like acreage. So if you're thinking about how you want to position that, it would be see your kids, your animals, your horses, you're painting that picture for that individual. So if I don't have a horse, I don't have kids, and I don't have dogs, then I would move on. And that's okay. That's called qualifying your buyer. That's a little different than giving you know 50 pictures of the living room. So the other aspect behind this is that the, the four new ones are actually helping them paint the picture 
of what to do in that room. Um, and so they're a bit more detailed. And if you guys, um, I'm gonna, I haven't posted them yet. Um, I'll post them probably today or tomorrow. Um, and what I do is, if you're a power agent, we have a private group called Power Agents. <clears throat> Excuse me. <coughs> Goodness. Um, and it's from talking so much. <laughs> um, we have a group of Power Agents. If you're a Power Agent, I post on there where things are and what's there. And, um, you know, if I've added something new, you'll find out about it there. So f make sure that you check that group if, if it doesn't pop up for you automatically. It should, but just in case. Um, you can always go to Power Agents uh, in Facebook. Go up to Group and say Power. And just type in Power and Power Agents should show up. Uh, and again, you have to be a member though. So um, I think we're kind of running out of time now. Does anybody have any final questions about some of the ways to attract buyers. I mean, I have, <laughs> you won't believe this. I have all these different pictures of, um, there's my kitty picture. Here it is. Ugh. So there's an entire section about young professionals and attracting people and what it's like. And these are the Facebook posts that go with them. So um, if you go under, I believe it is getting the buyer's attention which is what you need to do in order to sell a house, right? To get their attention. So there's a ton of, um, again, these were from 123RF, just so you know. Uh, but there's uh, over, I think there's 10 or 12 different pictures. And it's all about experiencing having a home. So this is a family dinner. How many of your Facebook posts have a family dinner or a birthday? So you're welcome, Jean. Um, so these are, you know, enjoying you know, for sale. These are the typical ones. And I threw that in there, but it's it's not really, um, it's like, yeah, that's nice. But this guy, you know, that's, is, is your home crushing you? Or, you know, don't worry about your home, a mortgage crushing you. There's the piggy bank one. This one's starting to get popular. I've seen it, seen it once, uh, so that makes it popular. And then this couple uh, dreaming about their home. So there's a ton of information and lots of ideas. You just should go into the, each of the modules, pop them open, see what's there, download the documents. You know, this is going to take a little bit of time for you to assimilate, but if you're looking for something very specific, use the search. Um, yes, I'm happy to give you the discount promo, Jean. Um, uh, since we, we have some people who haven't participated <laughs> in the workshop, um, can, I, can I give that to you via email? <laughs> or message me on Facebook, um, or I'll message you. I think I'm pretty sure we're friends. So if we're not, um, please friend me, and then I'll send you that promo code so you have it. Um, so thank you so much for your time. I very much appreciate it. I hope you found this helpful. We do this every Thursday, same time, same channel. And um, I usually I send out reminders. I'll be there'll be reminders on this page. There's reminders in Power Agent. There's reminders on my personal page. And I send out uh, an email to different groups, so you may not see that email all the time, okay? All right, great. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you guys next Thursday. And if you have questions that you want me to answer during this session, feel free to message me with them, or um, you're welcome, um, or email them to me. And so I can get prepared and I can print off, you know, I can kill a lot of trees, guys. Um, so look forward to seeing you next Thursday. Thanks again for your time. I appreciate it and um, have a great day. Take care.